brought to you by Soul Fire Productions. Hello and welcome to Mother the Mother. I am McLean McGowan. This podcast is an offering for all women to gather energetically, sister to sister, mother to mother, to co-create a sacred space for healing, educating, and sharing as we journey through motherhood and womanhood. It is such an incredibly powerful moment in time to be a woman, and I thank you for showing up on behalf of yourself and for all of the women in your lives, past, present, and future, to honor our matriarchal lines, all who came before, and all who will come after. Hi everyone, thank you so much for tuning in today. Let's all collectively take a deep breath together. If you're able to close your eyes, please do so. Feeling either your sit bones or your feet connected to the ground, to Mother Earth. Whether you're driving or seated in your car, or sitting in a chair, or lying in your bed, breastfeeding your baby. Wherever you are right now, if you're able, gently close the eyes. Feeling all the points of the back body releasing into what's holding it up. The bed, the chair, the floor. And just noticing without judgment where your body meets something else. Where you might be holding, where you feel expansive and floating. Where can you surrender your muscular control Where can you let the heaviness of the bones and the muscles release and simply be without having to do? Where can you let the muscles of the face go slack, releasing the muscles of the jaw, the tongue? Feeling the skin across the forehead release and let go. Feeling the gentle retraction of the ears as you pull the antenna back into your own self. We tend to go through our day reacting and attaching and reacting some more all of the things and the projections around us being hurled at us constantly whether that's in person or on social media or through the TV or the radio so you're just gently pulling those antenna back to come back to your own space your own sacred bubble your auric field where you truly hold your own power Creating the environment in which you want to live moment by moment through our choices. Letting the breath come in 
naturally. Depending on where you are in your day and where you are physically, you can either keep the breath long and relaxed or you can bring a little bit more intentional clearing into your breath with a deep inhale for four counts. If you're not pregnant, retaining the breath at the top or holding the breath for four to five counts. And then exhaling out through the mouth with a sigh for four counts. You can do a couple of rounds of that. That can be really relaxing to the nervous system, especially if you're stressed or anxious about anything right now. This breath is so healing to come in and rework the system. And then wherever you are, allow the heart space to melt into the midline of the body and then into the upper chest. It's almost like the energy of the heart is melting side to side and then also top to bottom. And then that energy expands or deepens even further into your upper back which then releases into the floor or the bed or the seat behind you, releasing the shoulder blades and all the muscles of the spinal column that hold us up. Allow the heart to feel held and nourished with the breath. And if there's any affirmation that you need to hear today, please send that to yourself, blessing yourself, blessing your body. If you're pregnant, bringing your hands to your belly, sending a message to not only yourself, but also your baby, taking this time to connect to each other, feeling the two heartbeats in your own body. And if you're postpartum, blessing your body with all that it has done to grow your baby, to birth your baby, to possibly feed your baby. Without judgment, bless your body. And if you're lying in bed nursing, really feel your baby next to you, this soul that you have brought earthside is finally here. Connecting to the co-creation of this contract that you both have together. It isn't just you taking care of the baby. It's also the baby here to help you heal, to help you grow, to help you learn. And if there's anything that you would like to call into your body, send that prayer out. 
into your life, into your psyche. Send that prayer out on a deep inhale. Holding the breath at the top, letting that energy reverberate throughout the body. And then when you're ready, exhaling out audibly. Jay Ma, welcome everyone. That was a bit of a long meditation, but I was feeling it. And if you are really deep in it, put this on pause and keep meditating. Let yourself really drop in. Um, hi. So much to talk about. This is a solo session today. And um, as I've said, 2020 feels like a markedly new shift within myself, a new chapter of my life. I've now been married 10 years. I have a new setup in my relationship. I'm coming out of two plus years with my toddler, which for me, postpartum is really a minimum of two years. You know, they're saying now it can be hardcore for seven years. I mean, postpartum is anytime after you have a child. So you're really postpartum your whole life. But for me, I feel like two years is a real energetic shift. It's like you're kind of through this gateway and just reveling in that. And I have more energy. I have uh, more bandwidth. I mean, certainly days are long <laughs> with two children and we're deep in toddler phase um, where she's rebelling against all clothes except for ballet tights. But she's potty training herself, which is incredible. But anyway, I'm just saying it's it is not necessarily like easy, breezy life, but I do come back to myself. And so just knowing wherever you are in your postpartum journey, just allowing yourself some grace if you're still really in it, if you're in your first year, if you're in your first two years, just know that that is a really intense bubble. And um, we put so much pressure on ourselves, I think, to, you know, come back, quote unquote, you know, come back to what was before, even thinking, even, you know, those of us that are on this path and have had like really conscious pregnancies and births and doing all the things to do to prep, I think there's still that notion of coming back to the life you know, because that's the life we know, right? We don't know what we don't know. And there is an urgency that can sometimes happen. I know I certainly had it after both kids of, yes, it's going to be new. Yes, I'm going to be a new person, but I'm ready to like get out there and share in those things that I've learned about myself and how I can support other women healing. Um, but there's also an urgency to figure it out, especially if you are a woman that now having your baby are shifting gears. Maybe you thought you'd want to be a stay at home mom and now you're really feeling you want to start your own business or go back to work for someone else that being a stay at home mom is not really what you thought it was going to be. And then vice versa. You just assumed you'd go back to your job that um, you've been at it for a while, and then now you really just feel so called to be a stay-at-home mom, which, by the way, is the hardest work in the world, just FYI. So, you know, that's no, like, uh, taking it easy vibes. Um, but just, you know, I think we just have to allow ourselves such grace because we don't know what we don't know. And no matter how much you prep for 
having a child, there's so many variables that are completely outside of our control. And that's why having a child is truly the most profound spiritual practice, I think, that you can have because it's all about surrender. It's all about letting go of control, sometimes minute by minute. Um, And you see all the shadow sides of yourself. You see all the unhealthy patterning within yourself, within your partner, within the generations of your own family, within your partner's family. Um, You know, all the kind of uh, subconscious beliefs are brought to the surface and a lot of them are debunked. And so then what are we left with? We're left with the actual need to cobble together our own path. And when you're exhausted and underslept, that takes even more energy than we sometimes feel like we have. So I don't have the answers. I'm just saying I see you, I hear you, and I'm here to support in whatever capacity that I can. Uh, And that's one of the big reasons for this podcast is to reach more people. Um, And I am opening up more days in my calendar now for my coaching sessions. So motherhood coaching, which is the whole continuum. So just to be um, less all over the place, I'm calling it motherhood coaching, but that can also be a fertility guide during you trying to get pregnant, going through um, IVF. It can be the journey of trying to call on your spirit baby, holding support for that, as well as counseling through your pregnancy. So it's it's working as a doula, it's also working as a coach and finding what works for each woman and being of support to her. So it's pregnancy all the way through postpartum, obviously, is that's my like real jam that most of you know me for. Um, and then through motherhood and on. So it's been a natural offshoot because I love working with pregnant mamas. The, my whole journey, for those of you that don't know me personally, because I haven't totally shared all about all the things I do, when I got into this after the birth of my first child, I did my prenatal teacher training, Kalsaway with Gurmook and all the teachers at Golden Bridge. And I knew I didn't want to be a birth doula. I have done training for a birth doula, but I knew that that wasn't my calling. So I started teaching my oldest was a year and a half or almost a year and a half. And I knew I wanted to do that. I was also a certified nutritionist, yoga teacher and Pilates teacher for many years. So that made sense to work with pregnant mamas, but I also wanted to extend that to the postpartum world. And then I kept talking about, I just want to help women after birth, after they go through this major portal and rite of passage from maiden to mother And I didn't really know about postpartum doula. Like I'd heard one old Sikh woman that did it in Los Angeles. And people were like, yeah, that's a postpartum doula. And so I started seeking that out and just organically doing it and then doing various trainings. And I'm so passionate about the postpartum time because I truly believe it sets you up for a thriving start at motherhood. It's not just that I think it's trendy now or a cute thing. Like the 40 days I'm so passionate about because it makes sense. It's been practiced for thousands of years in all the different traditions around the world in different ways. And 
here in the U.S., we are just very cut off from past cultures. And, you know, the U.S. is actually a mix, as we know, of many, many different cultures that we have, uh, A, don't know a lot about, and then B, a lot of it isn't carried through generation by generation because we're in this new world and trying to assimilate and acclimate. And so this really um, is all about coming back to the traditions that work. And the reason that they were used for thousands of years is because they worked in keeping the mother alive and the baby alive and thriving. So holding that container of the 40 days really does create not only the bond between mama and baby, which is massive, also the bond between mama and partner and partner and baby and allowing for this really sacred golden time, they call it, for the new family to just land together because everyone in the family goes through such a massive shift. And when you don't honor it and when you don't slow down enough to really feel into it and let it almost kind of like settle down back onto earth, then you're just kind of traumatizing the system. So it's really all about slowing down you know, the healthy, warm foods, the herbal teas, the abhyanga oil massage, the heat, the sitz baths, the vaginal steaming. It's all of those physical things, which I'm hugely into, as you all know. But it's also the metaphysical side, the spiritual side, and the emotional side. And for some women, that's actually a lot greater than the physical stuff. Um, sometimes it's more challenging to have the death of the maiden or the death of whom they were before. Um, and partners go through a similar thing as well. So really holding the space, whether I work with you as a doula or not, I am here to help you move through this time. So you can literally live anywhere in the world and I can help you through your 40 days, the first couple months, even the first couple of years postpartum. And I'm doing that more and more and it's really beautiful and wonderful and it's work that's truly lighting me up because it's helping me reach more people, more women and getting them off on the right start. And that there's nothing more gratifying than knowing that when I leave my work that I'm actually making lives better. Like that's my whole journey as a doula and in this postpartum realm is to be a positive light in people's lives. And so the coaching is there if you want it. I'm here. Please email me, McLean, M-C-L-E-A-N, at motherthemother.com, or you can DM me on Instagram at motherthemother, and we can figure out what makes the most sense for you. I also do couple sessions, so that can be really great during your pregnancy even alternating, sometimes solo sessions with just the mama and then partner sessions also postpartum do that as well. Um, I'm not a licensed therapist. I am using the tools and the listening ear and the open heart that I have from my own journey as a wife and a mother of two children and a doula with a lot of experience. So... Um, that is that part. And I wanted to really just speak more to that on this podcast of the 40 days is something that is uh, recreated throughout many parts 
of life, right? So like Jesus is in the desert for 40 days. Um, there are all sorts of, you know, scientific data now backing up that you can really rechange your wiring and your patterning and your habits and 40 day dedication to a new habit. Um, in Kundalini, there's the 40 day meditation challenge that people cycle through to activate real change within their psyche. So 40 days is a thing and it's been a thing for a long, long time. And today what I've already shared about how important the postpartum, the immediate postpartum 40 days is the fourth trimester. But I also wanted to talk about, you know, when I work with second time mamas, they know what they know from the first baby, right? So if they did do the 40 days with the first, they want to do the 40 days again with the second because they know how effing awesome it is. And if they didn't do it the first time, they really want to do it because they now know about the 40 days and they look back with regret and sadness and sometimes even heartache that they didn't create that sacred time for themselves and their newborn. And I always say, like, if you don't put the money and the time and the resources into that healing immediately, you're going to later down the line. It's going to bubble up. If you don't heal, if you don't take care of your mental health and your physical health, it is going to bubble up down the line and you're going to pay that much money and more. And I say that because I was my own guinea pig. You know, if I had just sought the help or knew better, because with my first baby, I didn't know better. I had no idea about this world. And so, you know, I spent probably double, triple that amount of money that I would have done with a great postpartum doula over the next couple of years trying to heal my body. Um, from that birth. And for me, it was a lot of postpartum anxiety. It was um, nutritional issues. It was being so depleted, um, you know, just really run down, adrenal fatigue. Um, and to the outside world, you know, I looked really vibrant and healthy and like back to normal, um, traveling the world with a baby. But it, I took a hit deep down. So... You know, when you have a second, third, fourth kid, it's a great opportunity because you you know what you wish you would have done. It also gets more tricky because you literally have less time to do those things now of, you know, the logistics of having more than one child is kind of insane. So it takes a lot more infrastructure for you to get the postpartum healing work you want because you have to have nannies or your partner home or your mother or mother-in-law there to help um, so you can actually get the time do the postpartum work. But, you know, what I love about this journey is that when we truly do kind of break open and start to ask for help and accept help and look at asking for help as a positive and looking at vulnerability as a positive and our sensitivities as a positive, we change as women. And then we can do that for our sisters and when we encourage our friends and our partners and all those in our family to ask for help and show up for them, it you know, that spreads. It's like wildfire. And then we're like, oh, it's okay to have needs. Oh, it's okay to ask for what I need. Um, because in our modern society, all those things are, you know, pretty much looked down upon. But it's such a huge, huge gift when we can receive and also when we can give. I was actually holding a new moon circle sound bath at my house the other night. And there was this example because 
we have so many pillows in my house. So uh, we had 25 women laid out on their yoga mats, all getting cozy for the sound bath. And I kept saying, who wants blankets? Who wants pillows? And at first, you know, just a couple hands. And then I was like, people, receive this. We have so many pillows. There's no lack here. I want to serve you pillows. I want you to get as cozy as you possibly can get. And then like almost every hand went up. Like, yeah, I want a pillow. Fuck yeah, I want a pillow. I was like, yes, you do. You want a pillow. I'm giving you a pillow. And it was just such a beautiful example of sometimes we need that coaching to actually have the confidence to ask for what we want. Um, because, you know, the reality is, especially as women, we're used to not asking for what we want and with settling for a lot less than we want and or deserve. So it's those little things. And then our kids see that. And my, my eight-year-old daughter was actually at the sound bath and she had, you know, 15 of her stuffed animals and like five pillows and a massive sheepskin. And like she was super cozy. And I was so happy to see that, you know, she's not in like lack at all. Um, so it really does take a village to support each other. And if you didn't, I just want to put this out into the ethers. And this is something that um, my friend and mentor, Kimberly Johnson, also speaks to, is how beautiful it is to be able to create your own healing path or almost kind of healing bubble wherever you are in your life, whether you have kids or not kids, or whether you're five years postpartum or 10 years postpartum like do your 40 days. Like what if you just said, I'm going to fucking do my 40 days now for this next six weeks. I'm putting my self care at the top of my list, you know, set up whatever that means for you, like food delivery or planning your meals or really implementing a healthy protocol for what foods you want to eat, what's best for your own body you know, not eating the leftovers on your kid's plate, but actually making yourself a homemade meal, um, maybe hiring more childcare, maybe making different boundaries or talking with your partner to kind of shift priorities for 40 days. Like, what if we all did that wherever we need to really go into a vortex of healing? What if we could just create it wherever we are? And I think that's possible whether that's a yoga retreat or creating your own little bubble of health. And that's something I really am into. Um, and I don't see myself going on a retreat very soon. If I go on a retreat, I actually really just want to go somewhere where I'm warm and where I can sleep a lot and where I don't have to talk to people. Like that's my ideal retreat. It's like a Scorpio introvert retreat. Um, but what I do to try to do is like, how in my week can I implement some of those needs? How can I carve out time where I'm going to work at home and turn my phone off and not look at it for five hours and be bothered and, and do my soul work and journal and meditate or go for a walk or sleep or lie on my biomat and do literally nothing. I mean, maybe that's the medicine. So I just love this idea of having the 40 days wherever you are. And it doesn't have to be just for women either. It could be anybody. Uh, it's a sacred intentional time to allow for what needs to heal. And sometimes the medicine looks different in different times of our lives. And that's okay too. There's no right or wrong. 
Um, but if you're a woman listening who didn't practice the 40 days and is looking back feeling really sad or upset that you didn't know about it or you weren't able to pay for it or you weren't given the space and time to honor it, let's heal that. How can you bring that in now? How every day can you bring a little bit of that medicine into your life? So I'm really interested to hear what that could look like for you. Um, I'm actually going to start a 40 days challenge, which I'll be posting on Instagram about, and I would love to have you all join me where for 40 days we will commit to some service practice or time in our day to be of service to our 40 days of healing. And I'll talk more about that via Instagram, but just let that soak in about how every day you could bring healing in. And it's DIY. You don't have to be spending a lot of money. Uh, if there's certain modalities you want to do, that's great that you can afford. Massage, Korean spa, um, lymph drainage, therapy, couples therapy, Pilates class, yoga class, you know, whatever those things are, infrared sauna, those are awesome, awesome tools. But at the core, it is our own dedication to our healing and it's allowing yourself to slow down and get quiet to really receive the downloads and the healing. Because you can do every modality on this earth and if you aren't connected to your true self and your higher power and your own innate guidance, you're not going to have long lasting, lasting healing. It's just not going to work. So this is a little bit more do less, but go deep. So more to follow on that. But if you do feel called, you could journal or just think about some thoughts, jot down some thoughts where you can start implementing some positive change. And I'm always a believer in doing, unless there's a real, real issue that needs immediate triage, start little, you know, instead of these massive overhauls, just start little, like maybe today I'm going to drink more water, put some lemon in it. Um, I'm going to drink warm water. Maybe I'm gonna have some ashwagandha with my evening hot cocoa or whatever it is, you know, just where can you sprinkle in some extra love and self-care? Can't wait to hear from you. And please feel free to reach out always. The feedback I receive from you is always so helpful. And this is a co-creation for all of us to create this village, to switch the paradigm, to actually be the women that we want to be. You know, a lot of the times we want to be things and we haven't been modeled it, but now is really the time to step up and create it and live it and be authentic, and be unapologetic. 2020 is already feeling so massive and expansive, and I'm really excited to see all that grows and happens this year. And if you are listening, please, I know it's like one more thing to do in your day, but I would so appreciate it if you would take the time to please subscribe to this podcast takes one, you know, finger on a button and review it. I really need to get my reviews higher. 
um, you know, when I started this podcast, I just flung it up and I wanted to share all the, the knowledge I have, but also I have such incredible friends in the healing world and the birth and postpartum world in Los Angeles. And I wanted to share that. I just, it just felt like this information needs to get back out to people that don't live here, that don't have the means to be with these people. Um, and, and now I'm really want to grow it, you know, and the way that you grow a podcast is more listeners. And the way you do that is you have to have reviews. And so I'm just asking if you can spare just a couple of minutes to write a review, put it up on iTunes, it really actually will help this continue. Um, it's a labor of love. It's something that I'm so grateful to be able to do. Um, and I want to continue to be able to do it and bring more and more healing on the airwaves. So thank you in advance and sending you all out a huge, a huge affirmation that you are doing all that you can. You're doing so great. Keep at it. Keep up. Go big when you can. Rest when you can. Go into your cave when you need to. Because when we can come into our lives, whether it's work or mothering or partnership, wherever we show up, the more that we can be calm and collected and healthy from the inside out, we teach others that they also can find that within themselves. And that's how it spreads. Full, complete, healthy humans that can make this world better and change it for the better. Because that's what we're all here to do, is have fun, healthy, laughter-filled, joy-filled, love-filled lives with each other, with our kids, and to bring our dharma. It's time to really bring it now. What is your life's work? If you don't know it, keep praying on it. The answer will come. And if you do know it, it's time to go big with it. Let the love lead you, not the fear. Jema. Jema. Jema.